At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, no matter how you shop, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Spadrosian throws to Sandberg, and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it, throws to first. It's over. 27 years of waiting have come to an end. The Giants have won the pennant. We're back with Thompson to Clark, Brad Evans, and myself here on this Tuesday evening. We're one day later because of the holiday. Uh, but Brad, how's it going? It's uh snowy again in the mountains. Uh, gonna have a lot of shoveling to do tomorrow. Driving to work is going to be fun. That's mm. kind of how it's been this winter. Like, I swear it's every week. There's like a couple days every week where it's just hitting, and this is supposed to go on for like a week now. So, yikes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the weather in the, the weather in the Bay Area is just lots and lots of wind but not looking like what's outside of your window there. <laughs> Do you guys lose power when it gets windy down there? My lights flickered twice today. Oh, I was no. a little worried, especially because yeah. it was only a couple hours ago, and I'm like, nope, can't oh, have no. that. That <laughs> oh, can't <no>. happen. <laughs> yeah, we get hit with uh, anytime it gets windy or snowy like this, um, little pockets of, of Washoe County, of the valley just kind of, Boom, black. And then they go, oh, we'll, we'll be back up in about four or five hours. But when it's cold like this, you don't want to lose heat, man. You don't want to no lose way. anything. So, no way. Yeah, yeah. it's brutal. <laughs> uh, okay, so we mentioned the Discord last week, and I put out a post on our Twitter at uh, BSPN Shows, and it is linked. It is pinned. You can uh, join the Discord. The link, the invite link is there. And uh, we also have another announcement, which is, and for, and for the people watching, we'll, we'll do a little, we'll do a little visual here. Uh, we created a website for uh, for our podcast network, and uh, let's just uh, let me let me just pop it up here. And see if everyone can see this. Brad, you can see that. I can see that. Yeah. All right. So this is our website, uh, bspnmedia.com, and you can actually, you know what we're going to do? There we go. Uh, you know, uh, And you can actually um, listen to all of our shows here. Uh, you can also see a lot of the YouTube content that gets uh, posted here uh, in, in the post. Um, and also you can, you can uh, check out some stuff, some information about us. You can check out a lot of where our socials are. Uh, you can basically click on whatever uh, podcast app that you use. We are ready to go there through this follow button. So yeah, just, you know, all kinds of stuff you can do at this website. We are, um, you know, we're, we're a work in progress is how I like to say it. Uh, we have videos of the YouTube feed and stuff just already in there. You can even write reviews. You can even leave your contact information if you want. We may, in the future, like to 
uh, reach out to people in, in, and ask for feedback. So the website is there for you. It is there also for Google to index us and, and maybe we can find some more people. Um, but yeah, so check it out. Uh, BSPNmedia.com. I'm, I'm going to play with it a bit more. There, there's things that I'm still learning about this software that we're using. So uh, it is uh, it is fun. And you can also see the about page and nice little write up about, about the network, about the hosts here. You can see Brad. A couple, couple of handsome gentlemen right there. Jeez. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, check it out. BSPNmedia.com. All right, let's get to the meat of the show here. But before we actually even talk Giants, you wanted to do our uh, What Are We Drinking segment a little bit early. Why don't we kick off with that? And going back to that about page, my wife didn't approve the picture. I just threw it out. I, I gave it to you. She goes, we can't see your face. You got your hat on and you got your glasses on. I said, well, I mean, see me on here. Look, yeah. there I am. So, anyways. <laughs> Um, I'll have to run it by her next time. So, uh, what I, what I've been drinking, like, like kind of, I like to cut back on beer alcohol percentages um, mm-hmm. from time to time. Uh, cause I do enjoy beer, uh, but I don't enjoy, like you said too. I mean, you, you go through this as well. I don't, I, I don't always enjoy the 7% IPAs at eight o'clock at night while yeah. I'm watching a show and then I'm going to be going to bed. Right. And yeah, um, your, your sleep is disturbed. Oh, big time. So when you see this beer, do you think low calorie? Do you think? No, not at all. A Guinness draft stout. And everybody thinks that. But during the winter, this is my go-to uh-huh. Guinness draft stout. It's got the little nitrogen ball in it. It's 16 ounces. You're looking at probably about 130 calories in this can and only 4.2% alcohol. And that's it. Interesting. It's, it's actually a light drinker. Um, it's around the same amount of alcohol percentage that you get in a Corona light that you drink during the summer. That's like 99 calories. So it's really not that far off. And a lot of people think that they always see a dark beer and you automatically assume I'm going to get a lot of calories. I'm going to get high alcohol. It's going to yeah. be loaded, uh, but not this guy. And the reason I haven't opened it yet and haven't poured it and had a had a sip yet because it's got the nitrogen ball in it. So we got to do, it's probably, it's probably going to spray on my face. <laughs> going everywhere but oh wow nitrogen kicking in there and then always do the nice little pour get that on camera look at that all the nitrogen bubbles in there and then you get to watch them cascade on down which is always fun always a good like a waterfall it it is yeah i mean it's and then it gets this nice big fat creamy head on it and we're having a spaghetti tonight so that's going to go well with that so there you go you know when you when you uh when you opened it 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 reminded me of uh scott farrell on kmbr 680 (laughs) he would always ask his his producer (laughs) to give him a beer and then you'd hear that noise and then that's what it reminded me that was some good stuff man took me back to the 90s and and that's what he had when we had Darren Chan, uh, he had done stuff for Pharrell. So that yeah. was a, yeah. he had a good, interesting segment when he talked about him running around and sweaty in the studio <laughs> and going all over the place. And go, That's got to be a crazy show to work on. I can't even Juggling. Remember. He would juggle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, all right. So for me, 
uh, I don't know if the people on video can see my hat. The the yeah. logo is of the new XFL team, the Vegas Vipers. Very nice. And me and a couple of friends uh, who are, you know, pretty pretty big fans of The Rock. We're just like, okay, we're just going to adopt an XFL team. So we adopted the <laughs> Vegas Vipers. And then I watched a little bit of game one. Uh-huh. A little, little rough for the Vipers there. They didn't come out of the gates, you know, looking like uh, possible champions of, of any sort. Yeah. And then the other thing about football or not just football, but watching like this secondary, like sort of minor league football, man, the court, the zip on the fastball from the quarterback was a little rough. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those things where <laughs> now being a quarterback, even in this professional league, the secondary league, he'd be amazing in, in just about any other place other than the tippy top of the NFL, which is what we watch. Yes. I just have a problem when I feel like I can throw the football just as far as the quarterback. <laughs> like that's kind of a problem for me when I watch. Yeah, I, I get you on that. And <laughs> I tried watching and, you know, I didn't even think about it. I forgot that the rock is XFL. I mean, that's yeah. like he's, he's the face of it, right? I mean, is he, yeah, the... him and him and his ex-wife are business partners. And I think okay. there's a third business partner and they each put in $5 million to buy the XFL logo, IP, all of that out of bankruptcy court because Vince McMahon, who (laughs) created the original XFL in a partnership with Dick Ebersol from NBC Sports back in the day. The uh, NBC had just lost the NFL, so he and Vince McMahon are friends, and they partnered up. And they went on to lose millions and millions of dollars in one season of football. So then Vince just tables this football league for uh, 20 years. And then during the right before the pandemic brings it back, they play five games and then the pandemic happens and they have to stop playing. And then he's like, ah, just got to cancel it. What am I going to do? And then he files for bankruptcy. And so then Dwayne, the rock Johnson picks it up. And now it is his football league. So the reason why I did this long preamble about what I'm drinking, it's because in honor of Dwayne, the rock Johnson and the XFL have some Terramana, the gold, and going to use, going to use that for the show today. And that's just straight up on ice, right? I mean, straight up on ice. Nice. I I watch too many videos of the rock and how he drinks his tequila, man. I can't, (laughs) I just have to, you know, he just grab like I don't even use the 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 sphere in this one because because yeah. uh, whenever I drink Terramana, because Dwayne just goes into the thing and grabs the handful of ice cubes and you know, the, the crushed ice and just throws it in and pours it and I'm like, all right, I have to do it the way that he does it. That's that's the way to do it. And speaking speaking of the XFL, just one quick last note: if it weren't for the original XFL, we would not have Rod. He hate me smart, right? Right. I mean that's. That's where he came from. Classic, classic. There's also um, a 30 for 30 about the original XFL that is out there. If anybody had any, any, any questions, there's a second football league, which started last year, the USFL, no affiliation with the USFL when you and I were growing up, but they're in their second season. So we're going to have like two spring leagues happening. 
the U- the XFL crazy. gets about a two month head start on the USFL though, so yeah. that's probably yeah. why they chose to go right after the NFL season is over. All right, enough about the XFL. Like, we may have to if if uh, Bay Area gets an XFL team, we may have to create another podcast for this network. Oh, sweet. Um, all right, so let's talk about uh, some of the stuff that is happening in Giants land here. I think the first thing is uh, Joey Bart, Andrew Baggerly. This this would have been uh, probably the day after we recorded. He wrote a piece on Joey Bart and how, you know, Joey Bart may not be all that comfortable in his position right now. Uh, I'm going to read from Baggerly's piece. He said, uh, Giants President Farhan Zaidi and manager Gabe Kapler called Bart into a player plan meeting. I don't want to play the player plan. That's an interesting meeting. Uh, Roger, Roger Craig didn't do those. No. Tell you that much. <laughs> player plan. Uh, uh, last Wednesday, as pitchers and catchers reported for their physical exams at Scottsdale, and they informed Bart that nothing this spring or this season would be guaranteed. Not the everyday catching job, not the start on opening day, not even an assured place on the roster. Wow. So I I went into this, and, I, and, and you and I have talked about it a little bit, but I kind of wondered how much BS this was. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because other than Bart, on the Giants roster, they have Roberto Perez and Blake Sable, who's not even necessarily only a catcher. He's multiple no, positions. He, he's an outfielder. <laughs> and they signed Austin Wins to a minor league deal. So he's not even on the 40-man, from what I understand. That is not a murderer's row of competition for Joey Bart. No? So you're telling me that Joey Bart is not good enough to beat out a couple of guys, uh, a, a veteran and, and a really good defensive player, but somebody who's over, you know, who, who's near the end of his, nearing the end of his career in Roberto Perez. Blake Sable, who, like we said, we don't really know what his position is. He's Maybe he's an outfielder. And Austin Wins, who's on the minor league roster. So they, like, I'm just thinking like Joey Bart is a number two pick in the draft. He has, you know, he being the number two pick, he's got, you know, a good contract for, for his, his very short career so far. And it's just like in every scenario that Joey Bart has ever played in, in his career, he's always been like the best player on his team. So yeah. you're telling me that this is the way that you're going to scare this guy into playing better? I just I didn't get it <laughs> at all. I maybe it's not scare. Maybe they're trying to inspire him. Maybe they're trying to light a fire. But if I'm Joey Bart, I'm like, really, guys? Like, just be honest with me. Just tell, what do I what do I need to work on? How am I? I'm trying. You know, do I need to do you know more than what I'm doing? Like, what what is the thing? Like, how are we going to make this? a great partnership because otherwise I'm looking at that list of catchers. If I'm Joey Bart and going like, are you really going to cut me for Austin wins? Is like that the thing that you're going to hang this season on. Right. And, and, it, and I think, it, yeah, yeah, like you said too, the BS meter is like off <laughs> the charts on this one. It's not even, you can't even see it. It's so far off the charts. Uh, 
I mean, it's, it's obviously, basically, it's a situation to say, hey, look, Joey, we see you, and we're not giving it to you. But they're not going to say you're probably going to be on the 26-man roster come opening day because he still has options. So they can't just, you know, he's not guaranteed a spot or get traded. It's not, that's, that's not going to happen. He's, he's going to end up in triple a if for some reason, Roberto Perez breaks it, Blake Sable, Austin wins, Patrick Bailey. I mean, what, what are those guys can beat him out? Yeah. Um, which is probably not going to happen, but yeah, it, it, they basically told him put the ball in play more. Yeah. He, he struck out 38.5% of his ABs. That's, Second worst only to the great hacker home run, Joey Gallo. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, they just want him to put the ball in play. So when he went down in June last year, that's what happened. Um, Came back up. They told him the same thing. Came back up. Kapler said he became a more productive hitter at the time, but then really dropped off in September again. Yeah. So I thought they, what they saw was progress regression and now they're saying progress or else and and that's the bottom line it's not like you're going to end up on a different team i mean it's possible but he's 24 years old right 26 20 sorry my bad 26 years old how old is adley rushman going to be next year do you know i do Uh, go for it i just want to see if you knew i didn't know he's gonna he's gonna be 25 Mm, next year and he is considered the top catcher made it to the majors this year, put on a display of power, uh, put on a display of, uh, you know, catcher skills uh, defensively and uh, owning that pitching staff. So I think the Giants saw that and they said, close to the same age. Bart's been up for, you know, a year and a half now total, probably in all of his games. We want to see that progression. We want to see you know, an Adley Rutschman type of progression, type of ownage in the majors. We don't need to see any more regression. We've seen enough. It is time. So that that's pretty much what that talk was. And Joey Bart, from all accounts and all the reporting, really took that to heart and said, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Let, let's do this. He didn't get down in the dumps. He didn't get upset. He took ownage of it. Um, and that's what you do at the catcher position. You're basically the, 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 you know, you're the quarterback of the team at the catcher position. You have to take that ownage. You have to show guts. You have to show um, uh, leadership skills like Buster Posey did for so many years. And and I'm sorry, Joey Bart, you are going to get compared to Buster yeah, Posey for a really long time. It's just going to happen. Um so yeah, BS meter off the charts, but uh clear and cut message. You know, it would have been, I think, more impactful had they actually signed a catcher who could compete, give him, you know, some competition for that spot. Like that's what for you sure. can, you, you know, maybe you kick him in the butt a little bit by bringing in an actual guy who might, might be able to, uh, to win the job out of spring, but Man, there's so many question marks uh, on the three guys that I mentioned. The one that you said, though, that makes some interesting sense is Patrick Bailey. Now, he's had his own issues offensively and also staying healthy. But I do wonder if in the back of their minds, they're like, okay, 
we actually think Bailey has a better chance to be a player. And thus, it's kind of put up or shut up time for Bart. Because I'm assuming Bailey starts in double A. This, this, uh, that, that's going to be ri- yeah, Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be really interesting. Uh, well, you, the you thing know, too with, with that is you look at and you say, Patrick Bailey is a good defensive catcher. He's had injuries we haven't seen. So, so if Patrick Bailey has a fantastic first half of the season, now Joey Bart might be looking over his shoulder saying, mm-hmm. I really have to keep it going. He's got to just, you know, look forward progress and he'll be fine i think he's going to be a good catcher in the majors is he going to be a number two overall probably not at this point but he's going to be a good catcher he could even be a very good catcher but the power needs to be there the ball and play needs to be there and the defense needs to grow a little bit and with the bigger bases and everything else going on and the less pickoff moves um it really has to shine within the first couple of months there's no i in team but there is one in indeed and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours when you're hiring you need indeed instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire sports offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. You know, on some of the other podcasts that we do, the death lineup, we want winners. I've used the correlation of um, these high draft picks who have not yet begun to produce the way that a high draft pick should. And the Warriors traded one of those guys. James yeah. Wiseman, number two pick in the in the twenty uh, gosh twenty nineteen or twenty twenty draft, and he twenty nineteen I think, and and he was going to be like the next wave of, of player for the Warriors, seven foot two, athletic as all hell, and he just couldn't figure it out with the current team, and they traded him at the trade deadline for not a player who would have been his value uh, a year ago, like. They, they kind of were just like, oh, we got to take 50 cents on the dollar for him because he has he has uh, not progressed at all. He's actually gotten worse in some senses. So and I was also talking about on We Want Winners with uh, Roderick. We were talking about Trey Lance, like Trey Lance comes in. They draft him. They trade up to draft him. They give away so many picks in the next uh, few drafts. And he doesn't play all that much in his rookie year. 
And then last year he was kind of given the keys and like, okay, you're going to be the guy. And then he gets hurt and he's out for the entire year after getting hurt in game two. And so he himself hasn't been able to showcase, you know, what he could or what they drafted him for. And all of a sudden, you know, little Brock Purdy just comes in and then starts winning games. And now that's the quarterback competition in, you know, for, for next year, but Joey Bart very much fits that Joey Bart is actually the first one out of those three. And I didn't even put the, the two and two together when we were talking about it on the other shows, but Joey Bart, he is like you said, the guy to replace Buster Posey. That's how highly they thought of him. And his skill set and all of those things, and you know, also his makeup because the catcher's is the leader, right? The catcher's gotta be mm-hmm. gotta be a leader. You're, you're calling pitches, you know. You got to be the most one of the more heady players on the field. So there's a lot of pressure there. And then you know he comes in and he's supposed to be a big power guy from the right side, and it hasn't happened. So kind of weird how all three Bay Area teams, you know, drafting guys very highly, and in doing so, not usually having high draft picks like this, the kind of the, the time they do get a high draft pick and they all kind of miss. And we'll see if the, the Giants miss here with with Joey Bart. Actually, uh, also with Trey Lance. We, we don't know what Tra- uh, we got to see him healthy before we make any declarations about him. But James Wiseman, absolutely. They, they missed on him in what he was going to bring to that team. So Joey Bart, also the same sort of thing right there. Um, and, you know, gosh, what? Can it just work to where he just goes, oh, I, I can hit 25 bombs and, and hit 280 and be fine. Like, just like, yeah. how would you just do it? Like, yeah, it, just that instead of like us, like laboring over this thing, going like, <laughs> oh, my God, when is it going to work? Like, usually yeah. it just doesn't work and you just deal with it. But I was like, just where's the unicorn effect here? Just just all of a sudden just turn into like you know, 25 jacks and two, eight, like that'd be great if he did, because well, it would mean, solve so many problems for the giants. And with this coaching staff, I mean, that, that, you know, they're, they're well regarded to get the most out of hitters. I mean, look at Yaz, look at Lamont Wade jr. I mean, all these guys that they, they, they grabbed and just got the, you know, squeezed every last ounce of hitting out of them. Um, Joey Bart's got that absolute, just raw power. Um, so, when it does finally click, if it does finally click with the Giants, you again, we say it every year, you could be looking at a 30 home run catcher. Uh, probably, you know, at that point, he'd be a 240 hitter, 250 hitter. I would take that. Absolutely. I would take a two, I would take a 230 hitter with 30 home runs a year as a catcher, calling good games, uh, which now, I mean, I don't know if you saw, but now the pitchers can actually call their games with PitchCom this year. Yes. They yes. actually, they have something on their belt and they can go ahead and click in and they can call their own pitches. So that's going to be interesting instead of, shaking off and dragging out in a bat because uh, you only have <laughs> and we're going to go over this later you only have 20 seconds to throw the ball uh when there's nobody on base and 15 when there is somebody on base so you need to like quickly this is the pitch i want to throw cool let's go um but yeah i mean it, you know we keep talking about did, did you know you 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 slided the A's when you said all three Bay Area teams. I know. Well, I, I meant the teams that we cover. And, and I'm glad you said that. You know why? Because one of my goals, and I don't know if we can do it before the season, I want an A's podcast on this network. Yeah. You know, the A's yeah. have leaned in to the digital stuff. 
uh, Chris Townsend does A's cast or whatever, which is wholly a live stream show. Like they don't, that's not on a radio station. Like that is his brand of what he's doing. And, and it's all online. It's all through live stream. It's all on podcast and such. So I would love to have an A's podcast sharks, earthquakes, like, come on, college sports. That would be cool. Like I, I'm, I'm all ears. If people have some, some ideas, we would love to grow this network. And, and like, I don't need to be on all three shows as well. Like if, <laughs> like if we get somebody else who, who, who wants to do some, uh, some other stuff, I'm, I'm open to that. Well, you're going to be on the giants one as long as I, yeah, yeah, no, this is, we, this we is the to, one we, we have. I, this is the OG show of the network. Yeah. Here. yeah. Uh, I, I was, when I was writing up the, now we're, we're, we're kind of going off on a tangent, but when I was writing up the little, uh, the little blurb on the about page of the new website, I was trying to figure out how long ago it was that we started the show. I was like, I knew it was during the pandemic and then it would have been right before the 2020 season. And then I was trying to figure out when the Warriors show and the 49ers show started. And it's like, we're on episode 140 of the show. Holy how crazy man. is that? Yeah. I could, you know what? I I have a notebook. When we first started, I actually had a notebook that I would write in uh, notes before I got an iMac and then started doing everything on, in uh, the Apple world. So I can go back and easily find it. I can find our 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 very first show, the date of our very short, first show. But yeah, it was during the pandemic season. It was before the season started. Uh, because that year the season didn't start until July, so it might have been around uh, April or May of that year. I when I finally talked you into it, yes, exactly. Well, you sent me a microphone. At that point, <laughs> when you sent me a microphone. What am I going to do? I'm not going to say no. I have a microphone. I have no excuses anymore. So after years and years <laughs> of trying to get Brad to do That's something, right. finally it worked. Thank you, pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay uh so let's talk about uh i wanted one we, we've been trying to have like a wbc world baseball classic note uh on all the shows yeah i guess the one that matters to us just because of who he plays for is clayton kershaw not pitching for team usa yeah following in the footsteps of logan webb What's up, Clayton? Come on, man. But it's a little bit different with Clayton Kershaw. It's, a, it's an insurance issue, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's the reason. Logan Webb was just like, I want to concentrate on being, you know. Yeah, I need to be the man this year. I need to. I need to really yeah. be a you know get to know my teammates kind of thing. So so. My question is, don't they have people to take care of this insurance stuff to really figure out, like, can you pitch? Can you not pitch? Uh, uh, you know, they have they have people they have people. Right. Because um, he said it's definitely surprising. Kershaw said on Friday, I'm 100 percent healthy. Nothing is wrong with me. I didn't think there would be issues. They should make it easy for guys who want to play play. So he said, obviously, if an MLB team that doesn't want you to play is one thing, but if you have the team's blessing like I did, they should probably look into it. So there you go. Like I said, look into it. You know, you commit to it. Everybody should be surrounding and saying, well, let's figure out legally if he can play or not, because he's out there telling the world he wants to play. So we should look into that. But just, just weird stuff. It, it kind of, when it comes to like the, when it comes to the World Cup, um, sorry, I got a phone call. <laughs> I usually I usually mute and I 
or put on do not disturb. There we go. Now I'm on do not disturb. Um, usually it's those things where you, uh, 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 like the, like the, the FIFA world cup. Yeah. Right. That that's huge. So you, you know, who's going to play everything's figured out beforehand. Right. Country and club for country and club. That's soccer. When it comes to baseball, it's like, I want to play in the world baseball classic. Well, this little note in your insurance, <laughs> it's like, come on, man, we got to figure this out. We got to make this better. <laughs> See, I, I, I just think he's anti-American. He's just, well, that's probably it. Cause he doesn't play for most, team USA. Yeah. I think all 40 uh, players on the 40 man roster of the Dodgers are un-American. <laughs> Let's make sure we get that out there. <laughs> no, I would have, I would have liked to see him because you know, the, the one time ever in my life that I actually root for him versus just hoping that he just disintegrates on the mound. <laughs> it it would have been fun to root for him. So, yeah, it would have been promising too. You know why it's not October. Yeah, so he exactly. probably he, he would have pitched well. Yeah. So. Mr. March. <laughs> I bash the guy all the time, but if you listen to the Smartless podcast back where he was on it a couple of years Which ago, my wife listens to every single yeah, episode. He's an entertaining good guy. I hate oh, to say it, but he's man. an entertaining I'm good never guy. Never listening to that episode ever. I know he was a lot of fun to listen to. So I was like, <laughs> this guy's yeah, I know. It kind of changed my perspective on him, but doesn't doesn't mean I don't want him to crash and burn in October. No, once he retires, after he gets in the Hall of Fame, then yeah, I'll yeah. then I'll enjoy him. But right now, uh, anti anti Clayton nah. Kershaw. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the uh what we're going to we're going to look at some of the rule changes that are coming. We're going to focus on one specifically today, and I'm, I'll let Brad lead this segment. But it is the one that we think is going to kind of throw a lot of stuff out of whack, at least in the beginning of the season, which is the pitch clock. Yeah. The pitch clock is... Okay, I kind of wanted the pitch clock, but when they wrote the rule and they started doing demos of it, I don't know if I want the pitch clock. <laughs> it's kind of too late now, isn't it? Yeah. The pitch clock is here. So the rules are with the pitch clock. From the time the pitcher receives the ball from the catcher, the clock will start. If nobody's on base, you've got 20 seconds to then start your delivery. Not deliver the ball, but start your delivery. Mm -hmm. So it's... It's loose. I mean, you've you've got quite a bit of time. You get the ball. You've got 20 seconds to even just take a step back in the windup or from the stretch. I think it's come set uh, and, and move your foot, you know, just get started. Um, the batter must be in there. This is where it gets a little weird. This this part I can do completely without. The matter, The batter must be in the box with both feet in the box and alert to the pitcher with eight seconds remaining and the catcher with nine seconds remaining. So a second before that has to have both of his feet set behind home plate. So now we're getting really intricate because they, <laughs> who's in the charge umpires, of ruling all of this, <laughs> <laughs> the umpires. So the umpires have been told you must enforce this strictly. That's where it's going to be weird because yeah. you're going to have the umpires really Staring at catcher's feet, looking at the batter's face to see if he's looking at the pitcher. The pitcher, did he start his windup yet? Uh, all of these things going on. So you're probably going to have like a base umpire in charge of looking at this. You're going to have a home plate umpire in charge of looking at the batter and looking at the catcher's feet. Um, 
so if the hitter isn't ready, it's an automatic strike. If the pitcher is not ready and hasn't thrown the ball with the time allotted, it's an automatic ball. So now Austin Slater of the Giants is on the 11 person committee. There's four players on the 11 person committee. All four players voted no on this because they wanted uh, some looseness, um, something uh, just kind of added to it to kind of open it up a little bit. Because uh, Austin Slater said, what happens when you get 100, de- you know, into a 100 degree day in St. Louis and you're in an, an 11 pitch at bat and you're forced to keep throwing the ball? Uh, within 15 seconds because you've got a runner on second base. So they wanted something worked in the rule where the umpire's discretion can can say, now we're past like 10 pitches. I'm not going to enforce this as hardcore, but that's that's not the case. The the Major League Baseball does not want that. Um, Now, of the Giants pitchers, Camilo Duvall, um, and Taylor Rogers, newcomer Taylor Rogers, are going to have the hardest time because they both, their average last year was 22.3 seconds. So their average was two seconds over with nobody on base and seven seconds over with somebody on base. So they're going to have to speed it up. And, and Duvall pretty much said himself, too, that, look, if I throw back-to-back 103-mile-an-hour pitches, I'm fatigued. Yeah. I, I'm totally. I'm gassed. I need that time. So he's not going to have that time. So I we could probably expect to see Camilo Duvall throw more 98, 99, 100 mile an hour pitches. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, and he's going to need he's going to need that movement. So that sinker, that that dirty sinker splitter that he came up with last year, uh, we're probably going to see more of that. It could make him a, a more effective pitcher too. Um, Will he miss spots? I don't know, but he's going to have to hurry his pitches way more out of his comfort zone. So, so is Taylor Rogers, uh, Sam long, one of the fastest in the majors last year at 12.6 seconds. So probably don't have to worry about him. Uh, and then you get Brebbia at 14.2, uh, Webb at 14.5, Junis at 14.6 and Webb, and, uh, wood at 15.1. And then, uh, Gabe Kapler said in all of our fundamental practices we're going to be very thorough and look at all these new rules through the through the lens of fundamental practice so so that's probably what they're going to be doing in the bullpen as well like timer 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 get used to this get the feel of it get the muscle memory going you get that ball back you get ready for the pitch punch it in your pitch com and get ready to go because you know you've got 15 seconds you've got a runner at second base um conforto had said also not too terribly excited about what's going to happen in the ninth inning of a one run game. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to hurry. You got a runner at second. Well, what about extra inning games too? You got a runner at second base. All of a sudden you're 15 seconds. You, you lose five seconds per pitch right off the bat. So right. um, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of early arm fatigue. Um, and I think the giants thought about that and that's why they have like, seven starters if you include <laughs> Kyle Harrison. So, you know, they may need it. You know, when it come come June, you may need a sixth and seventh starter because everybody's getting fatigued. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what's also interesting about that? As a hitter, like, I, I'm thinking, you know, obviously our experience is not major league experience, but it's still no, baseball no. experience. And I remember 
when I would, when how I would like to play is I didn't like to step out for long periods of time, but in the big leagues, you got a lot of guys who they have this like thing where you step out, you got to redo your batting gloves, you got to touch the bat, you got to tap it and you got to get back in. And sometimes the hitter himself takes forever to get in. So that's also going to be adjustments. Not only the pitchers, it's like this, you know, whatever these hitters do to feel comfortable to get in there. Cause you're kind of like, I mean, if you think about it, you, you're like telling yourself, okay, Camilo Duvall throws 103 miles an hour. How am I going to get in there? And what am I looking for? Like, that's a process, right? Now you can do yeah. that. You know, they're, they're not doing it in, in how I explained it. They're doing it like really quickly in their mind, but that is a thing, right? Where you're just like, Okay, bottom of the ninth, runner on third. What do I got to do here? And the umpire's like, all right, strike one. You're taking too long. You're like, what? <laughs> that's that's going to be the hardest part is the enforcement. Are we going to see – I mean, we're going to see spring training games here in a couple of days. Uh, you said Giants Saturday, play their first, right? Well, the Giants play their first one Saturday. I think a couple games are on Friday. Okay. So we're going to start seeing this in force. So if you have MLB network, tune into those games because you're, you're going to see the pitch clock from the first pitch of the game. Um, here's, here's the thing. Are, are catchers going to hold on to the baseball a little bit longer, hmm. especially with nobody on base until the pitcher decides. I, I mean, Duvall throws back to back 102, 103 is now Joey Bart just going to, you know, catch 102 and just kind of <laughs> look at the ball. Yeah. Rub it let up him a little walk. bit. Yeah. Let, let oh, the ball umpire, walk umpire, behind we got, the, Yeah. We got to replace this ball here. Yeah. This <laughs> ball's no good. Yeah. That one's no good either. I don't like that one. I mean, is, you know, Duvall's going to need a breather. So we're going to see a little bit more gamesmanship, I think, on the part yeah. of the catcher trying to delay things uh, a bit. Um, I mean, there's so many things that are going to be weird with this rule that we're going to see happen throughout the year. I, I just don't know if Major League Baseball has really thought this through. And yes, I, I know it worked in the minors. I know it lowered average game times from like three hours and three minutes down to like two thirty-eight. Yeah, that's good. I, that's a good. fast baseball game is good. Um, You've talked about Jimmy, that because we're, we're yeah. we need to get to bed. Yeah, and during the day I'm working. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the twelve thirty-five, the twelve forty-five games. But I got to get back to work. Yeah. You know what I mean. I hope yeah. my boss didn't hear that. But I, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm watching the game while I'm working, boss. Just just so he knows. Um, but yeah, it's I, I know they thought it through. I know, but but there's little tweaks that I thought in my head of like every single new rule. I was like, well, what if you do this and and what if you do that? So there's going to be little things that are going they're they're going to have to tweak the rule as they go along because major leaguers don't like to change. The way things are, yeah. If they're if they're creatures of taking, habit, creatures of habit. If they're if they're used to taking twenty two seconds in between pitches, and all of a sudden you got a runner on base, and you go, no, fifteen, that's seven seconds shorter. Uh, major league pitchers are going to find a way to squeeze an extra three or four seconds out of it. So yeah. that'll be interesting. Uh, the all eyeballs are going to be on this stuff, man. It, yeah. it, it's kind of funny that they decided to just do it all at once, right? That's that's the part that Austin Slater also said he had a problem with. He said, if we implement like one thing a year, maybe two years later, another year, we implement something else, that'd be great. But there's like 
four or five new rules this year. Yeah. Uh, that are all taking place that, I mean, to the point where you had to have Joe Martinez, former giants pitcher, who's now with the, you know, the uppers of major league baseball come to spring training and demo this stuff for people. That's crazy because i mean if you're just doing one rule you can send a video to all the teams and go this is how it is oh okay cool we got it and everything else is the same yeah everything else is the same okay great let's implement that but no you're talking shift you're talking bigger bases you're talking pickoff rule you're talking pitch clock um it's oh and then also the well i mean that's the the no position player with you know the the run differential and everything that doesn't that that changes more for the managers than anything yeah i didn't even really realize that that was a rule until i read that yeah it was a rule only last year yeah it was just implemented last year and and that's why we saw so many and again major league baseball have they thought all of these things through because that was a rule and of course all the managers are like i gotta save arms if i circumvent it and do this exactly Cool. So then Major League Baseball said, well, let's change it to 10 runs. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Luis yeah, Gonzalez is like, I get to pitch? Yeah. Luis Gonzalez had, what, like 130 innings last year? No. <laughs> but- <laughs> so you, you know what's uh, – where where the Giants actually may be ahead of the game here? All of these rules, you're going to have to keep an eye on them, coach them, teach them. Giants have 37 coaches. Yeah, they should be like that. That should work in their favor. All these teams who have like a normal staff, like screw them, man. They're gonna have a hard time. But the Giants yeah. should be. Giants should be good. That that's, that's no, you're a right. competitive it, advantage here. It could be like little league baseball, you know, where you had like five stations <laughs> and you only took three kid at each station <laughs> because if you had more than three kids, they'd be grabbing each other's hats, throwing mm-hmm. them on the ground, playing, doing other stuff. That so the Giants could do stations, three players at each station. Here's the pitch <laughs> clock station. Now we're moving to the bigger base station. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, we're, we'll talk more about some of the other rules uh, as we get through spring training. Brad mentioned them all. We'll we'll go into a little bit more detail on them uh, in future episodes. Uh, but the last thing I want to talk to you about, actually, almost the last thing, because I have a fun one at the end that I cool. didn't mention to you. Which is, out of all the... Now, I'm stealing this from McCovey Chronicles because McCovey Chronicles yeah. wrote a post that said, who, who's, uh, who are you looking most forward to this season? And I wanted to change it to what newcomer who is not a, free, uh, who is not a young player who may or may not come up, because we can't really predict that. We, we'd all just say Kyle Harrison if that was the case. But which newcomer on the Major League team are you most looking forward to watching play, watching fit in to this team and why? So I'll let you go first. All right. So the, the, I, I actually kind of have two, um, but my main one is actually, believe it or not, with all the hitters we got, Conforto, um, Hanniger, with, uh, you know, even having Stripling and Manea on the pitching staff, my, my number one is actually Taylor Rogers. The, the back end of the bullpen was such a problem last year, minus Doval to get a lefty fireballer in the bullpen to help relieve Doval when he needs a break. Or if you've get a really good, you know, 
three left-handed batters coming up in the ninth. Uh, you can get Taylor Rogers in there to close out the ball game. That just stretching out the back end of the bullpen um, with Taylor Rogers. That that's kind of my number one. You and I both read that awesome article by Bagley yeah, yeah, in the Athletic awesome. about the Twins, uh, the Rogers Twins. That was really cool. If you if you have an Athletic subscription, uh, definitely check that out. Great article. Um, but but to have him, that that's my number one. And then I don't I don't I don't want to steal yours. I have a number two, kind of a one A 1A and one B, but I'll, but I'll let you go. So, I kind of thought you were going to go Rogers because that was going to be my first one, but I was like, oh, but what if Brad takes him? I got to have a backup. <laughs> That's why I picked a second. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 lead with if it's just about fit and the personality that I'm actually looking forward to. It's going to be Luke Jackson. Because yeah. Luke Jackson seems like if you just read his Twitter account, he seems like a fun dude. And he's not going to be here for half of the season. He, he's still recovering. But when he does come back, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how the fit is with him because he just seems like a fun dude. You said Rogers. I was going to say Rogers. I think it's I think for me, it's Conforto only because well, not only, but one of the reasons is because the injury piece of it and he's got to be hungry right because yeah. he looks at all the deals that these guys are signing and he's like okay if i didn't have the injury that i had would i be signing an uh, a, a seven-year deal for 150 million and instead he had to take the giants you know two year with the opt-out uh for you know for whatever they they gave him so i i do wonder if there's a little bit of incentive for him to really come out and play really good baseball to get that contract next year, which it's going to be great for him. And then it's going to be bad for us when he leaves. Cause then we're going, Oh yeah, we had one year of Michael Conforto and now he's making 200 million with the Cincinnati reds or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the reds. I think they're probably the, the cheap skates of the league at this point, but um, <laughs> they go back and forth. They're like yeah. every two years, they give out all kinds of big contracts. Then they dump him. Then they I go just saw. I think it was like the team president, and he was just complaining about like how their their market size and all that stuff. Whatever. Yeah, come you on. own a major league baseball club. <laughs> yeah, come exactly. on. Um, but I, I do. I like he's he's got something to prove. Hanniger, a little bit less, but he's also coming off of an injured, you know, uh, a season where he was injured almost the whole season. Um. Manet and Stripling also have things to prove, but I think it's Conforto because if there is a player that the Giants signed to these wonky deals who can like who gives them something that they don't usually have, which is you know the ability to hit 300 and, and hit 25 jacks and drive in 100 runs, it's probably Conforto and that's at the the you know our our highest expectation. So if he becomes that guy, then you're like, huh. You know, we may be talking, you know, wild card stuff. So that yeah. uh, that's just, I think I think he's just got the most potential to make the biggest bang on the season if all things work out for him. Well, that's the key word. You said it, potential. I, I mean, it, you know, the Giants are a wild card team if everybody plays up to their potential. And and plays up to even, you know, some of the better seasons these guys have had in the majors. If they all play to that potential, 
they don't even have to go above that. If they all play to that potential, I think the Giants have a really good shot at a wild card. Um, I just threw in a 1B because, again, same thing. If we both picked Rodgers, I had a feeling you might have also, so that's why I was like, mm, <laughs> I, I got to pick another one. But but honestly, he's not going to start uh, on the 26-man roster, but he's on the 40-man. Brett Wisely. Yeah, I, I'm super excited to see Brett Wisely. Uh, middle infielder, the Giants have Tyro. They've got Brandon Crawford. They've got Wilmer Flores who can play second. But, but but our savior, I think, this year is actually going to be Brett Wisely, who can play shortstop and second base, um, as well as Ice and Diaz. But I think Wisely, because he's a, a base dealer, and he got bigger bases, and he got the new pickoff rule, and he stole 30 bases in the minors last year. The year before that, he stole 30 bases in the minors. He had a, a over 800 OPS in both of his last two minor seasons as well. You know, 15 home runs one year. What did he have? Uh, 15 home runs last year, um, and then 19 home runs the year before. And last year, he played a double-A and triple-A. Triple-A uh, only five games. But you combine those in double-A and triple-A, and he'll start in triple-A this year. 15 home runs last year, uh, 820 OPS, stole 32 bags, only got caught 11 times. Um, super excited to see him, uh, a newcomer that I'm, you know, he was a rule five, um, well, kind of a rule five, the giants traded for him. Um, he was going to be a rule five because the Tampa Bay Rays have such wealth at the yeah. prospect level that they just had to trade. I mean, it's like when you're playing out of the park baseball and you've got all these guys and you got to put them on the rule five, that day of the rule five, what are you doing? You're trading all the guys you can't put on the rule five because you like I don't want them to get snagged and I get nothing for them. Yeah. So you're trading those guys, and that's what the Rays did. And the Giants grabbed Brett Wisely, um, threw him on their forty man. They said, "Well, we got room for you," uh, and they're going to need that depth because you've got you know Brandon Crawford at shortstop who's not going to play 162 games, and you've got Tyro who's going to need to play shortstop some games. So you're going to have somebody who's going to play second base. So yeah, uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting season for a lot of newcomers this year for the Giants. And I think for me, I look at all the negativity on Twitter, and people are angry that we don't have Judge, angry we don't have Correa, angry that we didn't do what they wanted to, you know, Farhan to do. But he he collected again uh, a potential winning team. And you can't fault him for that. that I'm all out of anger, what he does. by the way. I, 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 would, yeah. I would be with them, but I feel like we had enough anger for uh, the, yeah. the podcast <laughs> during the judge and the Correa time frame. <laughs> well, we did, and it's time to move on because this yeah. is a good team. This is going to be a fun team to watch, and people are going to go, oh, this is a garbage team. What are you talking about? Watch. Watch. Give it two months. Give it 60 games, 50 games, and you're going to see – this is an above 500 club that's going to fight uh, instead of playing the Dodgers and the Padres so many times with the balanced uh, schedule, they're going to get to go play the Kansas city Royals. They're going to get to go play some of the, some of the bad teams in major league baseball and beat up on them instead and show that they're worthy and, and, and have a much better record this year. A, yeah. a 90 win team. Probably. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, you mentioned out of the park baseball. And as we're waiting for the show to come back out, I revved up. I think I know actually I bought 
the last year's game for like 10 bucks. They always, as they're getting ready for the new release, they put the old release out for 10 bucks. And so I took the 2021 giants and I was just like, Oh, I'm going to see, you know, all the things that Farhan had to do and Kapler had to do with, (laughs) with all the injuries and everything immediately Radon like tears a rotator out eight months. I'm like, Uh what? <laughs> That's when you just delete that save and start the season over again. But what he had to do, so Longoria, Listella, and Wade were all injured to start the season. So you have this 28-man roster, and then it goes to 26, and then all these guys come back, and I'm like, I don't have any space for them. So I was like, huh, I think I had to trade Darren Ruff, and I traded him for a prospect. And it was uh I forgot who I've traded one other player just to fit these guys. Cause like you said, there, there were maybe they weren't great players, but they were all good players and you have to make room for them. I, that's why I like trading with the rays because you know that they've done their due diligence on these players. They don't just draft random guys. They draft guys that they believe in, but at the same time, they're also swindlers. (laughs) So that's the only thing you got to think about is these smart teams. They're also swindlers and, and you never know what what, what they're doing. So, uh, so, so that, that being said, when you see Farhan in real life, make a trade with the rays, get excited. Yeah. Get excited. Because like you said, the, the rays have done their work. They have amassed this fantastic minor league system. And now they're like, we have two too much goods. What yeah. do we do? We have all these really ripe mangoes. What do we do with all of these ripe mangoes? We got to get rid of them, but let other people enjoy them. Do let we know where Wisely's going to start? He's probably yeah. He's going to be in AAA. Okay, most likely, unless there's some sort of injury in 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 um, in uh, in spring. But but they also said uh, Diaz and Wisely actually the first couple games of of spring training aren't going to be in the lineup uh, to start um, in the middle infield because they, they want to get them a lot of reps, a lot of innings uh, in spring um, and kind of push these guys and see what they've got. So um, I think the giants do have some good, I know, I know Grant, I, one of his articles, he said, you know, the infield is weird. They don't have a lot of depth, but you know, wisely as a lefty, right. Yeah. And Diaz is a lefty. So with all the righties that the giants have on the infield, you, you do have this depth first base, little bit of a different story because you've got a lefty at first base. Your left-handed backup to Lamont Wade Jr. is Jock Peterson right now. So that's a little tough to swallow, <laughs> especially when, when Brandon Belt comes into Toronto and says, I'm the healthiest I've been in a few years. And you go, oh, man. Yeah. Brandon Belt. I, I saw him on uh, the Blue Jays Twitter account, and it uh, really hurt my painful. heart. I showed my wife, and she even looked at it, and she goes, ooh. <laughs> and she doesn't watch much baseball, but she looked at it and she goes, oh, that doesn't look right. And I said, no, nah, yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Wisely is going to be a guy, I think, that we are going to hear from, maybe even first. Like he, may, like, he may be one of those guys who just wills himself onto the major league roster, and, and they got to make a hard decision. Like, he's he, he, is that, he is that type. And I think last year he, he played a little bit in AAA, but he didn't play a lot in AAA, so maybe that's right. the reason they're like, oh, we'll give him 100 ABs in AAA and see what happens. But, yeah, needs so. the reps. He, he needs the reps is what yeah. it is. That'll be, that'll be good. Uh, all right. Uh, so next week when we have a conversation, uh, the Giants will already have played some baseball games. 
Yes, we'll have some numbers. We'll have some stats to go over. This is going to be fun. Yeah. All right. All right. Right on. All right. So check out the uh, the our Twitter page, and you can join the Discord for some discourse about the Giants <laughs> and other Bay Area teams and, and just yeah. sports in general. We have all kinds of different channels that people can can pop in. And then also check. remember to check out the website, bspnmedia.com. So for Brad... I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace. Hey, this is Elliot Smith from the Arsenal Vision Podcast. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows, led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now they're raising another round on the platform WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdsourcing service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100, and in other words, that means you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in a cool company on WeFunder. Blue Wire is raising money to expand their team, improve operations, and that will in turn help this show continue to grow. If you'd like to be a part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash bluewire. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.